Declare a grounding cord, please. At the count of three, tell me the color of your grounding cord. One, two, three, black. Hello. Green. Green. Great. And your personal bubble of space, which is also declared with a with your clicker with a click. And take a deep breath. You can open your eyes. You can do this with your eyes closed. You don't need to have your eyes open. Uh, you can do this with your eyes open. You don't need to have your eyes closed to center yourself or declare your grounding cord or your personal bubble of space. And this is really first position of a possibilitator. So center grounding cord, bubble, small now, and actually the, the last tool is sort out. So sort out means your clarity, clarity out. That's what it means. And I, I wanted to somehow it's also about, so this is you're holding space for yourself. When you're in first position, you're holding space for yourself, for your integrity, for your bright principles, for your archetypal lineage, for your being, and also you're holding space for your box and your gremlin. And somehow I was thinking that you need to be in first position to hold space for your game world need to be in this first position to hold space for your game world. And somehow there's an additional, I don't really know what it looks like because I haven't thought about it before, but there's an additional way of holding space, which for me and for your game world, for me, it looks something like having always part of my attention that is floating to have access to whatever information is in the field for my game world so that I can grab on to the information in the field that my game world need. And so the result of that is sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night after a dream and then I, I, I get the next process or I get the next, you know, I need to talk to this person or I need to clarify the context in this way. Like we're missing this distinction. We didn't know about this. And this doesn't really come from me thinking about stuff. It's, it's really, I mean, I've been uh, experimenting with it. it. For me, and maybe you could try it this week to, to have this part of your attention that is floating. So, so much of our attention is in terms of really be before starting this healing process and transformational process and initiation process, so much of our attention is uh, uh, grabbed by emotional reaction, stories, assumption, uh, expectation, whatever, they betrayed me. I, all this emotional reaction and stories uh, often and in the whatever, like, TV, the media, advertisement, all of that use up so much of our attention. But as you're on this path of evolution, as you're getting back your center and your attention and your authority, and you're going through this emotional healing process, you have more and more of your own attention for yourself, like for where you want to put it. And, and one of the place that you might want to put it is, is available for your game world. And so the way it looks to me, it's sort of like I have 
some kind of like really big baskets around me that are energetic baskets that are floating around me waiting to catch what whatever what falls into it what falls into it and so you can check out how does your floating attention what's your technology for your floating attention and and yeah and and notice what what shows up that didn't show up before to get a uh yeah just want to add can you hear me okay and chloe <clears throat> so i just want to add how these baskets we have them already we already use them we use them oftentimes unconsciously and we sometimes we collect stories about what other people might think about us or stories that we have about ourselves or reasons why we cannot succeed or examples of failure or just uh, kind of negative stories about ourselves or positive stories about ourselves, about how wonderful we are, or on the other hand, how horrible we are, and how useless and what, how, how much hatred we have about ourselves. There's, we have all these baskets around us that, are, that we're dragging around. So we, we already use this basket technology. The, and the, what turns out is as you do the emotional healing processes, what often happens is the basket will kind of go through this turn thing and it'll just dump out the old stuff and you'll have a fresh basket where you can split your attention in a new way and, and collect other sorts of valuable resources into the empty, freshly empty baskets. So it's a kind of basket management that you're doing as you become conscious of, of splitting your attention, how much you have split your attention unconsciously and start going through these processes and then being able to split your attention consciously. This is it's really a valuable um, energy, uh, energy, regenerative like a rejuvenation process like that thank you you're talking about emotional healing process uh, a number of you have been through emotional healing process this week in this context or whatever in the game world incubator or other spaces and and also there was this practice about this ongoingly delivering deepening the context of your game world so is there any sharings or questions or comments about uh, last week, your own practices or discovery or healing? Vincente, go yeah. ahead. I would like to share. Uh, today was my uh, second emotional healing process that I made. Uh, I made it with Christine and, and Elizabeth and Matthew and it was so helpful. I, I, I dug into the question why I'm afraid of taking care of financial ownership or business or, and it helped me a lot. And I was really thankful for the, for the space. And I felt it was like, a big hindrance for a big phantom of my of my game world building process. 
Vincente, thank you for sharing. What would help us also is to hear what was the block? What was the, the, the thought, the story? Because if you share yours, it could be that other people have something similar and they don't know about it and they hear you and they're just like, oh my God, I have the same thing. All right. Um, part of my game world building is to uh, put available medicines. I like the term that next culture medicines. And part of the difficulty was how not to turn uh, everything like commercial, like attaching people to my, to my earn of money. I don't want that. And also I felt a lot of fear of dealing about money. And I, I felt that I could not make clarity about that because of that fear. And then I asked for a healing process of the fear that I have of, of dealing with money and taking care of it. Because it's not going to be possible with a lab, a physical lab. I have a lot of, a lot of expenses. So I cannot neglect that. Thank you. I cannot have fear of making boundaries. And what was the I, last I, thing? I, I, I cannot have fear, like unconscious fear, commanding, commanding the, the, the boundaries that I have to make with money. Thank you. Thank you. I... Uh, Vicente, just one second, Vicente, don't be, don't be shy about going to the next layer on that. I got a sense there's at least two more layers in that theme for you. Okay, so don't, don't think it's handled right now. You know what I mean? Like it's a breakthrough, it's fantastic. And yet I still think there's a couple more layers. So don't hesitate to ask for another healing process about that same subject, okay? Other, other okay. stuff will come up. Okay, I don't have clarity on that now. Yeah, I don't expect that. I just am suggesting though, that there's a couple more layers for, for that. All right, thank you. Yeah. Sorry, Martin. Thank you. I like first of all, like I feel some sadness that my voice not was not yet in a space. And the second thing is like I met this like not knowing this week, like not knowing what, what my game world would be. And like, I felt like this power like I should know and I should know and I should know. And then I was walking through a forest and like, in a way, like I, I let it die. Like I, I needed to die in a way like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not knowing. And, and there came this, okay, first, what is important for me? It's like, like to share. I don't know. It's like, it was like, okay, I, I don't have a word. It's like having a new culture where I can share how I am. Like where, or, And even partly there, I am there. Like I'm, this is part of place, place where I am. Like, like creating culture where, 
I feel connection with people. Or I feel there is a connection, like connection happening. And I even sense now like I'm 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 even trying to get again from my head. Like and yeah. So I wanted to share that where I am. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Happy to share. Dan, sorry, can I just say something to Martin just before? I, yeah. it, it's, I mean, I'm glad that you say that, Martin, that you're trying to get out of your head with this, from this, I should know, you know, what my game world is in. Okay, I'm going to, now I'm going to study, like whatever, I'm going to figure out what my game world is. And, and I think the, actually the game worlds come to us if we are willing enough to have the, you know, to say yes, or to lower a numbness bar enough to notice what the universe, like the doors that are open for us in regards to our shape. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's already actually a couple of game worlds, you know, rotating around you and sort of waiting for you to say yes, or, or, or to go through the emotional healing process that are in between you and these game worlds. I mean, I just want to give an example that uh, I'm in this fear club space holder training with a few people here also in this group. And we were, one of the assignment was to write an article about fear and the deadline was today and I started today. And so this morning I didn't know what to write. And I, I said, well, I'm going to ask my fear. I'm going to, I'm going to ask my fear what I should write about fear and I and I started sort of diving into that and writing it, it was coming out as a story of how to negotiate into using fear to negotiate intimacy and then and I got god this is a dialogue oh, no actually this is a, a, a cartoon this needs to come out with images and so I started playing around with it and I and I sent it to the group and then Vera said god this is radical cartoon Radical tune, radical tune. Yeah. And okay, well, this is a whole game world. Just, you know, whatever. The, the, the game world of radical tune was just created an hour ago um, because, because I tried something and then Vera found the name. And, and so I think these, that's how really game worlds are created, not really by, by figuring things out. And Chloe, I'd like to mention something that you're planning to talk more about, but I want to start opening that department so we can include it because we were born and raised in a culture that has one central value, which is profit or money. And so essentially the only way the modern culture gives us to build a game world is to create a business. And so, and that the structure and format and the procedures for building, quote unquote, the, the, the game world, you know, that's allowed is, is well established. You have to go fill out these papers. You have to have a, a certain, you have to open a bank account. You have to get an, um, uh, legal documents. You know, you have to have a residency, a tax number, the procedure is straightforward. Okay, 
the kind of game world that next culture needs, the kind of game worlds that you are here to create may or may not involve money, but that's not their purpose. And so we're being asked, we're being invited. I mean, you're we, to invent game worlds that have never been invented before. And there is no procedure for that. And the central, the central commodity of the game world that you are building is evolution. It, there's many ways to say it. The, the central value of your game world is that other people can come in your game world and better deliver their value. They can deliver their value to the world better if they're playing with you in your game world. And that is amazing. There is so much possible in that. And it's so much, so much value. It is so nurturing. It is completely revolutionary. But that's, if, if you don't get this, and we'll be talking about it, but if you don't, you need to get this. You need to walk through the world knowing that people come into your game world so that they can deliver their value better because you have a framework, you have a language, you have distinctions, you have maps, you have procedures, you have all this stuff that is not outside the game world. It does not exist out there. And when they ally with you, when they play with you in your game world, that it th this amplifies their ability to deliver their value. And and just start trying to let trying to trying to let that filter in. And Chloe's gonna we'll be talking about it more, but I just wanted to say, you know, it's not a puzzle. It is not a big problem to find out what your game world is. It is some, it is some way that people can come interact with you where they are empowered, where their value comes out to the world, to the village more comes to the community more through your game world. And this is so valuable. Dan first and then, and then Susanne and then there's Jeff. Go ahead, yeah. Um, th thank you. I just want to say, yeah, yes, to what Clint just shared resonated a lot. Um, uh, I just I just noticed when I sat down, I wanted to share, I just noticed when I sat down this morning, my purpose for being a part of this game world, this course, has shifted. And I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm bringing a lot more uh, uh, seriousness, a lot a different quality of attention is coming through me and I'm glad to have arrived. It's almost like um, work can be good for me now. Um, that that aside, I wanted to thank and acknowledge Clinton and Elizabeth and Hannah yesterday. We, we got on a call and the upshot was that um, I, I didn't make it through any of the doors that were open. Um, and yet, after like after after that, the, the I had a busy, a busy day, and then um, the evening came. And during the evening, um, some doors it appeared were still open, and and so I was I was grateful for, for 
like when Anne Chloe, you were talking about how you had the experience of getting a dialogue with your fear. I'm, I'm lying there in bed and I felt this enormous weight in the pit of my stomach. And it was an unusual experience for me to, to get into a dialogue with this thing. <laughs> and um, it's still fresh. I've, I've not long woken up and I'm yet to kind of write it all down, but it was really clear. And I got in a conversation with this thing, which was fear. And then um, the, the upshot was I ended up discovering that there's these two huge fears and they're, they're bound up together in a knot that's really tight and heavy. And until that knot um, gets loosened, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And that was really, really clear. And I landed that place. Can you and I know say what, I, the, what the two fears are? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the first fear is a, an enormous fear of, um, of not evolving, of staying stuck and emotionally crystallized and dead, you know, that I've missed the boat, that I'm too late. That's that, that around that, a deep, a deep fear of not shifting, changing, and particularly having been in a space where, where these doors were open and people willing to support me to walk through those doors and observing myself not going through the doors. That's the first fear. The second fear is the fear that if I change, that um, all these game worlds that are relatively advanced and that a lot of people are caught up in and you know, there's money and there's all the stuff. Um, because as, as Anne Elizabeth said, what, what is being invited in an emotional healing process is big and messy. If that happens, then my game worlds, <laughs> what happens in all these game worlds is big and messy. And I have a deep fear um, of, of, of letting that happen, of, of letting them, I don't know, right? I start letting I, let them collapse and just the, the chaos, going into the chaos of that. And those, those two fears are, are really tightly bound up. And so they have me locked, locked and shut down. And yet now I'm, now, now I'm aware of the fact there's a not there um, I, I I know where I need to go next. So, so yeah, some, something like that. There was just one last layer that came out at the end was uh, I'd never realized that my center lives in my game worlds. <laughs> it doesn't live in me or, or my family. That was a kind of a shocking realization that, uh, that, that that's where it lives. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Dan. Thank you. Suzanne, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm really grateful you put up this distinction right now, Clinton, because um, I had, it's, it's part of this, um, incubator, which for me, the, the realization that I had always the idea that the, I had to construct a perfect game world. I, I, it's me who is constructing all this game world. So bringing out a fantasy from myself into the world. And this is a total modern culture idea. It's, to, it's the only way how I know how to build a game world and it's coming out of this business context. 
And so I'm really glad you put this out uh, and made the distinction. And the thing what I what I noticed over the two weeks now is that um, the information about what, what my game world is comes little by little. I I ha I have to open for the information which comes to me. So I get information about what my game world is from the feedback people, for example, are giving to me. Like I get some response on, on my action and then I see, ah, this might be a part of my game world. Yeah, I'm really gr grateful for this distinction you brought, the second one that, um, that you brought, Anne Chloe, that the um, game worlds come to us. It's not we, we create in this modern culture way that we have this big ego who, who has to, 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 to form everything. Yeah, I'm relieved, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Susanne. Jeff, go. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and I, I, have, I feel fear of like bringing it up again and yet like this that yeah these two distinctions hit really hard and it's almost like this like the game the, this thing about the game world being one where people's value is awakened it's also about my being and my my being being a space for like other people's value to like to to it be bigger than they ever thought it could be so it's like this fractal thing um and my my healing process with uh, Anne Elizabeth was about this fear of being too narrow focused. And what, what emerged, which I'm seeing more and more clearly right now is like that it really isn't about the narrow focus at all, but rather, or, you know, the focus, but rather what's behind it, which is like, I, I have having this need to be seen and like be in, involved and like be the sort of, mm, like, yeah, like in everything that then I like try to be everywhere so that it, um, so that I can be seen. And um, yeah, I have, I still have a lot of work to do. And I actually would like to ask for it right now, um, who here would hold space for me to go deeper into this need to be seen? Um, yeah, Let's raise hands if anyone. Hannah and Anna <laughs> and Jeremy. I'm a, if I could witness that one, Dan. And Dan. Uh, thank you. Um, and, and yeah, Dan, the, 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 Dan, the thing you said about like context changing in the space, I, I, I feel my, myself having like really fallen back out of this space. You know, it's like the, the telegram messages come in and I just kind of scroll through to get the number out of my phone and, and not really being dialed in. And, and yeah, there's, I, I have a lot to, to clean up in this space. Just want to throw that in there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Me? 
<clears throat> with questions like that, I just want to add, don't underestimate the power of fear. It, it's so bizarre how long it has taken us to, to face into and acknowledge this, this influence of fear because it mostly is invisible. It mostly works behind the curtain. And so, you know, we could be angry or sad or confused or, it, it, but there's so much of what's happening is coming out of this fear. And so it, I, almost these days, I just, I just start there. You just go straight to the fear. Somebody's pissed off, somebody said whatever. I just go right for, okay, what's the fear about? And it's so effective to start with the fear first, put that on the table as, as openly, as immediately as possible. What's the fear going on? And that so much opens these doors to, to, to have a different relationship to, because a lot of these fears came into us long ago in other circumstances where we were different or the circumstances were different. We were in school or we're at a job or we're with our parents, we're somewhere else and these fears lock in. And then we assume they're swept under the carpet and we assume we're, they're always there. We assume that the reasons are there, the value of having the fear is there. And, and until we go, until we pull the carpet back and go right into that fear that, it will still have this controlling, this invisible controlling influence over what's going on for us. So don't underestimate the influence of fear in the processes, like it's really include that. Especially that October is the October fear month. So there is a bunch of <laughs> work talks about fear that is gonna be Un unfolding from the fear club space holder training space so get in those it costs 10 euros or something to get in just get in all of them and and to start this conversation with the fear and to start lowering mm -hmm. the numbness part of fear and getting the i mean there's there's this part like clinton is talking about of like even getting to be in touch with the emotional fear that is running running the show in the background and, but then there's also a whole world of using fear consciously. And really until the emotional fear is healed, we block it, we, we block the fear and then we don't even have access to the conscious fear. And, and Chloe, will you put the link to the listing of those wherever that yes. is into our, our channel here? Yeah. Just so um, people get access to the talks. The talks and workshops are amazing. They're all coming out of the fear club and it's just an avalanche of fear stuff, which is fantastic. October minimum, is fear month. Minimum 14 articles are emerging. Yeah. So <laughs> check it out. And a radical yeah. fear as mm -hmm. well. A radical fear is coming out. Uh, great. So Stefan or Stefan, I don't know. This is your first time here. Would you just say a few words? Thank you, Aunt Chloe, and uh, hello, everyone. I feel um, how difficult to find the word, like that I don't fulfill because I so have missed Stephen, the last. I 
I, I'm pretty sure because I've talked to Christina that you might have not been in the in this context of possibility management for a while. But one one of the distinction is after the word feel, there's only four words that can come after that: anger, sadness, fear, or joy. So then fear. it's very simple. I okay. feel fear, yeah, because okay. I have uh, out of the last two, I have missed the two um, uh, sessions. Um, and it's because I have just quit my job and I am moving to Schloss Glarisek this week. So a lot of stuff happening, but I am um, joyful to be here. Um, I just stepped out of five years of sort of mainstream working in industry. And now I am going into an undefined period of something that's not defined. And I'm glad to be able to tap into this experience of PM uh, that I had contact with about two years ago in a workshop with Anne Chloe and, and, and you, Clinton, for a week. And I'm really happy to, to reconnect with that. Welcome. I, I knew I know your face. I knew your face. I was like, I know you. you it was the intimacy journeyer, correct? In, in Germany. In southern Germany for a week yes. in March of 2020. Yeah. Okay, cool. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay. I, I want to read that Chloe made a sharing in the chat, but I just want the words to be also in the space and in the, the recording. So I'll just read and share what, what she wanted to share because the internet seems not so good in the train where Chloe is. So I want to share quickly share about the second layer of my fear process. Yesterday I discovered what my block was. I had a chance to hold space for my village. This was a past life process. I held space for Chloe with other people here. I had a chance to hold space for my village and be the hearth of it. And I failed. So the village got attacked and I failed to protect them from destruction, destructive forces and took the decision that I had my chance and was not up to the task. So therefore, Chloe was not allowed to have a village, keeping the village away from her because she, whatever, she failed. So through the process, I went through a kind of reconciliation with my people, with the village who came to her and that she could feel their love and trust and how it was right to, it was how right it feels to my being to be in this hearth guardian position in the village. So thank you for navigating this with me and Chloe and Hannah was there and Elizabeth, Matthew and Anna Maria were also there holding space. So cool. Thank you, Chloe. What a big thing. Anything else from anybody else? Likumar. Yeah, I want to share about my uh, three-step emotional healing process. It started in a conversation with Vera yesterday where I got present to some fear that I have about sadness. It continued this morning in a coffee conversation with my neighbor where I got to see what it's all about. That I'm not allowed to love. I got sent in my first class at school to the corner because I was in love with my teacher. Whoa. 
And since then, I carry that fear of love somebody unconditionally, fully. And it just showed up when you were speaking about the fear. It became, you know, it, the puzzle parts click together. It's like, that's mm -hmm. what it's about. It's just being afraid of being sad, of not being loved, or however you call that, or expressing my love. And I'm like, okay. So I don't know what it leads to, but that's where I stand right now. And it's really like, and that's what, what, what's the most important part. Emotional healing for me doesn't happen in one moment. It's like, there's the first thing that happens and I start working with that internally. There's something working with me. And then the next step comes. And, and that's what I wanted to say when Martin spoke up, there is no should. There is no should. The universe, echo, Gaia doesn't know about should. It, it, it's there and it's, and it's me who says yes or no. And, it, and both answers are completely okay. Gaia doesn't care about my answer, but it doesn't stop opening doors for me to go through there. And I can trust that. And that's for me like, yes. So that's my share for this morning. Thank you. And there's bad news to that. I love you all. <laughs> Unconditional. <laughs> and you're not even sent to the corner. Yay. Not this time. <laughs> On my screen, I am. I'm in the top left corner, but that's a different story. It's okay, over. You, you can move that you corner. Can you can move, move your tile. Yes. Move it into the center. We, we just Yay. moved you to our center. You moved it, yeah. It's yeah. Over. Kumar in the center. Me too. Yay. Yay. Yes. How do I do that? Can anybody explain you click, to you me? Click on the oh, cool. You just click I on the tile. Click, click and drag. Click and drag. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> as easy as that. <laughs> I, I, think, Julie, I think Jeremy was next, okay. and then you go. Okay, cool. Okay, I, I have an issue with my video. I can't see anybody right now. But we can so hear you and see you, so so go. Okay. So, so yeah, I feel also sad because it's the first time I speak in the group, and because I still notice how strong my pattern is to stay on on the side of groups. And I feel joy because this week was a big step for me. The um, last week having to explain my context was extremely difficult and. There was, yeah, I just couldn't, couldn't um, I, didn't, I didn't know it yet. And uh, that led to a lot of, um, of research and I discovered a lot of things. And, uh, and then I practiced uh, explaining it and writing it. And I, in a few days, really made big progress. And um, for the first time, wrote even the, the whole codex or the first draft of it. But I, I wrote the codex for our game world, even though that's been something I needed to for months because we're already living in the game world. And... Um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I needed the, um, I needed to realize that I didn't know that I didn't have clarity to, to, to get through some block and, and, um, also, um, yeah, so, something shifted inside me that I could suddenly see what it was about. And the fundamental thing that I was looking at for our game world, I touched it, which is about radical responsibility and how um, that's the reason why we started our game world, because what we see outside is a disaster and, and the child level of responsibility outside. And, and that's really the base of our game world is to, even though we're not perfect, we're not there yet, is to be on the path of evolution towards radical responsibility and um, yeah so that was a big step and um, there's an emotional fear that came up uh, about being in my full power and how this um, how I crush people and how I hurt people by being in my full power and so I think that's a strong gateway and I want to ask if anyone can hold space for me for that process Jeff? I see Jeff, Galisa, or Devin, and Julia, and Julia, and Chloe. And Chloe. Chloe. Jeff, Devin, Julia, Chloe. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to ask uh, Lee Kumar would you hold the space because the, your words touched me and I was just like now crying. Would you hold the space for me for emotional healing process about similar thing, me being in a school and actually not creating anymore or like something? Yes. Thank you. Does anyone else want to be in that space? Might be useful for a few people. See Julia, Vicente, Anna Elizabeth, Matthew, Matthew. Uh, Martin. Will you write them all down? Yes, I'm now jumping into it. I can say again. So, Christine Poshens, Christine, Anna Elizabeth, Matthew, Julia. Vincente also. Okay, thank you. Great. Thank you. <clears throat> For me, I, I also, I resonate with that fear issue and what comes up for me is, um, or, oh, so much uh, is alive. And I notice just by being in the space, it's like you said, Anne-Chloe, this like, my awareness of game world building is expanded. So these baskets collecting things and and also going through the process, which was really important for me with Anna and Dan. I'm, it's like my sensors are more on for that village weaving and what is it that I'm here for and which game worlds am I creating and how am I creating them? And I, I'm seeing results. So the three years I've had, I'm holding space, I've been holding space for a women's circle and Last week, I really went in and I said, look, there's so many in this Facebook group and none of like, only five or six are showing up each time we meet. So please leave the group if you're not willing to come personally. And all of a sudden last night I had nine women show up. So I'm noticing the results. 
and also being able to create really from that heart space that I discovered and that or the heart weaving, you know, weaving from the heart, from the love. That's really um, big for me. And, and, and also listen, like I'm, I'm listening differently. So I'm letting it come and I'm listening. What I hear is, and it connects back to the fear theme as I'm listening. People are hungry for me to leadership is not the right word, but to go and, and stand in my full power and I, I'm, I'm reminded of a fear when I had this in school as well, where I was called to be the, the speaker of the class. We had this concept of one child or two children are the speakers of the class. And I was asked to do that. And I, and I was so scared of not being able to do that. So I never did that. And I, I'm having that memory in my system of that big fear of standing up front there. And yeah, I, it's, yeah, I sense now it's time for an emotional healing process around that. And is anyone willing to hold space for me for that? You have Hannah and Christine Dushner and Anne Elizabeth. Thank you. You got the names? And Chris, uh, Christine Dushner and yeah. Anne Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. I mean, in, in regards to what you were saying, Julia, this uh, distinction between leadership and that here we don't use that word because, well, for two reasons. First of all, leadership in, in, um, infer followership, and then you automatically have a hierarchy. So if there's leadership, then there's followership. And a hierarchy is really a, a gremlin-based, uh, child-level responsibility, gremlin-based game where people position or you position yourself, if you play in a hierarchy, in a way that you can avoid responsibility for what you want to avoid responsibility for and then um, basically give orders. It's sort of a slave master game. The hierarchy is a slave master game. And, and depending on your box and gremlin preference, you, you get to choose where you are in the hierarchy, something like that. And I think there's a lot to discover about hierarchy. Uh, I think Anna did a process about this and, and Clinton has been researching it and talking about it really a lot in the, in the possibilitator training where that question came up is possibility management a hierarchy? And, and really the, the, the way, I mean, it's a, worth, it's a question worth inquiring about your game world. In what, in what part are you creating hierarchy? Like what are the unconscious behaviors that would uh, create a, an unconscious hierarchy in, in your game world? And one of the ways to whatever, heal that or shift that is to shift from like whatever unconscious behavior you have in place that makes a hierarchy to across the board, everybody can make proposals. Then it's a proposal game. And you shift into 
I notice I have some, anybody in the game world can say, I have some pain about this. I have anger, sadness, fear, or joy about what this is happening in the game world. And I have a proposal for an experiment. And you can consider that every proposals that are quote unquote accepted are experiments that they will last for a certain amount of time in terms of who's in the game world, like, like all the, all, whatever the complex system that the game world is, needs that experiment for a while. And then soon enough, it will need the next experiment. And that's, you know, whatever, that's the nature of an evolutionary game world is you move from one experiment to the next in, in uh, whatever, multi-dimension, all like all happening all at the same time. So you're doing multiple experiments uh, out of proposals at the same time. And they, some of them last five minutes. Some of them will last a week. Some of them will last six months. Some of them will last longer. But I, for example, I remembered when, uh, and that was a, whatever, it was a big experiment, it was a, a big proposal when in the possibility management game world, we shifted from having a trainer path and regional trainer paths to actually, this is not a trainer path, it's a possibilitator path. This shift, so this path is not to, to train, expand the box trainer, it's actually to have a space where this possibilitator can come to life. Okay, well, that's a huge shift in, in um, whatever context, in, in context. And, and, and it lasted whatever. So, and then Clinton, we went around in all the groups and say, this is the change that's happening. And, and these are the, the space holders. And I, I think about like three months later, we had regional possibilitator path and, some, and three months later, somebody said, well, let's have specialty. Now have, let's have specialty possibilitator paths. Okay, well, again, another huge experiment. And, and, and this is really how it goes. So, so that would be, um, I, don't, I don't know if we'll, we'll practice that today, but this practice of learning how to make proposal. And then all of a sudden you have an eye to eye, only eye to eye conversation. Only eye to eye conversation, because whatever. And then the people, it's like, there's still guardians and there's still evolutionaries and game world builders and village weavers who they, so God, I'm going off tangent here in terms of, <laughs> uh, in terms of how to build a game world. I don't, I don't know if you want to go there in terms of nodes and team. What, what do you think, Clinton? Yeah, do it. Do it for a couple of minutes. Okay. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, in in, in addition, I mean, so when your game world becomes kind of big enough, like with, with more than two or three or four people playing in it. So if you have two or three or four or five people, basically you're almost all in the same node. You're all in the same team and, you, and there's enough uh, communication to just go through the proposal in your team and, and have the, the wisdom and intelligence of your team uh, inform the proposal, inform the proposal. And then at some point it might be that your game world gets big enough that the, the, the core team, which we would call the infinity ring, 
which is a meta node. The meta node, the infinity ring, are the people who are caring for what needs to be cared for for the game world to exist, to exist in it in and of itself. So it, you know, de depending on what game world you have, I, I take the example of possibility management. For example, in possibility management, the infinity ring takes care of that the website possibilitymanagement.org exists, that the newsletter is sent, that there's a there's a trainer training program. They also take care that of the possibilitator um, as guardians and um, also space holder, whatever, the space holder for the possibilitator training. They also take care of the finances, all the dimension of there's not much finances in the possibility in the possibility management game world, but there's some. And whatever. So these kind of tasks and we, so I'm part of the infinity ring and Clinton is also and Vera and Anna here in the, in, in, in Lee Kumar, I'm pretty sure, are part of the infinity ring and we're not there because we're paid. We're there because we found ourselves taking care of these jobs because we wanted the game world to fly. And we saw that if these jobs weren't taken care of, then part of the game world or the whole game world would actually die to some degree. And so we jumped in and we're taking care of these jobs. And then it was like, oh, okay, we are the infinity ring. We are this meta ring. So this is how the meta ring is created is simply the people who are doing the job that makes the game world live in it in and of itself, like to not die. So, and then, and then around that or above that, I would say if it, you see it as a tree, you know, the infinity ring is sort of this, the trunk. If you see it as a tree above that, there's nodes of people who are coming together for a, a, a common purpose. So for example, there's a node of people, I'm, I'm taking again the example of possibility management, there's a node of translators. There's people translating Sparks in Polish, Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, uh, Turkish, e Egyptian, like whatever. So this is a, and that's a node. And they make decision about how do we handle the translation that it's has integrity at the level of the game world. But, but they make the decision, they get to decide. The infinity ring doesn't get to decide anything about translation, for example. And, and then there would be a, a node for people taking care of the sparks. And then there's a node uh, for the website. Martin is part of the, you know, Martin is part of the node for the website. How do we handle the website possibly management.org? So on and on and on. So then you have these little nodes that are independent, that are more or less temporary, you know, basically a notice form when there's a, a, a decision to make, like an interest, like a, a, a problem to, well, I wouldn't say a problem to solve, but a common interest. And when that common interest doesn't exist anymore, then the node is dissolved almost automatically. So you can do this in a smaller version, which is called, if you do a meeting using Taurus technology, then when you meet, 
in the big circle, the whole game world comes together and that's called a convergence. And the whole game world comes together, all, all the different nodes, the different team members, it's called a convergence. And this is often a time for check-in or report on some decision or, and okay, these are new decision that needs to be cared for. And then there's, at the end of that is, okay, who's in the node for caring for that decision? Who's in the node to deepen that part of the context? Who's in the node, whatever. And then there's a divergence where the game world moves into nodes. And then there's, it, and it, it really is about this trust of, in the game world, you care about what you want to care about. And this thing of, I need to be everywhere and I need to care for everything is, again, it's a fear, it's a control. It's like a fear-based control. If you, you know, whatever, as an originator, if you want to be in all the nodes deciding everything. So it, instead it's, God, everybody are doing experiments. There's this group intelligence that is happening. And I trust the group intelligence to care for, to care for the game world, whatever. And so people come in their, in their nodes. And then after a while we go back into convergence, there's a report. You know, that is the, I'm talking if we all physically together, whatever, in a meeting, in a meeting space. And it goes like this and it's, and it breathes. Then the game will breathe. When you come together and then you in whatever, inhale, and then people go in, in nodes. You know, exhale, there's the convergence, divergence is inhaling. And the whole game will breathe and can move through so many dimensions and spaces using the group intelligence of everybody. So this it just, yeah. Anything else about that, Clinton? This is Taurus Technology. There's a website called touristechnology.org with uh, actually that leads into other websites that give you more specific examples of some of the processes for decision-making, for catching, the, using the purple card and, and catching emotional reactivity and sending it off to a emotional healing process rather than letting the reactivity uh, take over the meeting space and have it just be a huge uh, gremlin feeding frenzy where no process takes place and also no decisions can take place. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about is a, is a just a messed up mixed context space where there's no process possible and also no clarity possible, no decision possible. That's a, a gremlin green brain a feeding frenzy space. You can handle it with the purple card. Everybody in the uh, meeting room itself is everybody in your game world has in their beat book a purple card and you have it that accessible so that within a couple of seconds yes. <laughs> a purple card. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow, cool. <laughs> Very cool. I got a chill down my back and tears in my eyes. I've been in so many meetings where, where I did not know about this and we did not have purple cards. And it was a fabulous discovery and invention that's been really changing whole game worlds, including possibility management. And the, uh, also on the Taurus Technology website are 
access to other processes like the frying pan and the walk and the wisdom council and other things that uh, with instructions for how to use those things in your Taurus. Taurus. I will send you, it's an unfinished diagram, but I will send you, I, I try to diagram the, the game world of possibility management using this vocabulary of the infinity ring and nodes. And so if whatever you can look at it and if you could do it in your own game world, if it has that kind of dimension. So you, and, it, and then you can share it and people can see, oh, okay, this is, these are, there's nodes for this. I wanna be in this node. You, you know, I wanna join that node. So I'll, I'll send it to you on the, on the group. And, but in, in the direction that I wanted to go is that um, for this to work in terms of for using the group intelligence in the way that is, a power, is powerful for the game world and for really each individual to bring their value, you know, to their maximum value to the game world, like for them to be like, in a way to be alive, like in a way to have the most fun for them to bring the most value, something that would need to be part of the context is what we call radical relating. And some of you Sorry, might- Just for clarity. Yeah. And Chloe, is, is the sharing tab now closed? Y yes. But do you wanna- I, I would like to, yeah, I would like to share- um, Go ahead, thing. go ahead. Um, one of the uh, this the last process just brought a lot to me uh, of different layers, and there's one layer that I want to share with you, and is um, something happened after the process in this liquid state that um, it dissolves completely the uh, the thinking or what does it mean to own a game world and it is so uh, significant to me because I, I had this information or in my body was alive this information of owning a game world from the modern culture point of view of um, of possessing something and in this and this what happened just immediately after the process was that that myself and the game world would just like work to into each other so it was normal separation between the game world and me and and it was um, a melting of information so that i became the game world and the game world become me and so the the and it feels for me so different because then the game world is not something outside of me that I am, you know, I am shaping. That is something that is just emerging with me. It's just, um, I, I carry that. And whatever I am, the game world is there. And it's so crazy. My whole system is still in this liquid state about uh, that is there's not a structure that I know this from modern culture, create a structure with a with um, incredible logic, how things work. And this is not like that. This is like the flesh is creating the shape and I have no idea how the shape looked like. 
but it is, and, and it goes to these surprises. It can go into this, you know, into this. And the crazy thing is two days later, someone called me and say, Anna, I want to work with you. I want to collaborate with you. I want to do PM in New Zealand, this big thing, this big, you know, company. We will make a lot of money and let's do this on a bigger scale. I support you. <clears throat> and this was, the, no, like is I have no interest in this. Like, and, and it was so, you know, so just so far away from where I am uh, internally that I could see much more clearly um, how it is, yeah, how, how, um, I, I couldn't see actually, it's just a feeling, a feeling of where I go. So I got also, I, I got also a, a new, a new tool. This is a consequence detector. <laughs> and um, there's a new tool on my belt about sensing, letting the consequences of the actions also touch me. Um, so it was a so a rich process that I'm still having my mental body, not much clarity is arising. Like, yeah, it's, it's arising into my mental body slowly. And, and there is so much clarity in my other bodies. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. And I sent also Clinton this message from this is happening. I don't know if, <laughs> you know, if you have a hint around that because it feels so weird to me. Um, yeah, and I feel a lot of sadness because it is this um, experience of um, reconnecting with this um, like human right of of creating. Yeah, mm -hmm. so intrinsic in in this in human consciousness. So I feel touched and I feel sad about this, you know, the power, the creating power behind this um, owning a game world. And there is where the integrity also comes alive for me because I am not separated anymore between the game world and me. So the integrity totally depends on my action Great, I feel a lot of joy about that. Mm. So I found this, I found this chain that it was missing in my in my system. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Mm. Anna, there was thank you. Anna Maria was asking just this question. Can, can you share in a few sentences why you said no to that the proposal from that woman? Can you ask, is the question to me? Yes. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the first words, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anna Marie, I was asking you in the chat, can you say just a few sentences about why you said no to the proposal? Ah, because it's, so one, it's not interesting to me. It's like, no, I don't have, it's not interesting to me to create profit. It's 
there is enough also out there to create profit. I, and the, the point is, um, it was similar to this thing about community. It's like the money is like a side effect of it will, it will just flow in and flow out again. It's, but if I make money to my, um, to my purpose in a game world, then I'm just back into modern culture from the beginning. It's not interesting to me. And, and I have had the experience that now focusing on the game world, the flesh from inside, yeah? Echo provides the game world also with money. And so I don't have to put my focus on money anymore. And, and as you know, on this level, because I am still playing the money game world. So I have bills and all of these things. Um, Echo provides for that. That's short answer. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'll just repeat, Anna, what, I, what we were talking about in the process, how it does not cost or diminish the money if it goes through a bank account. You know, money goes into a bank account, money goes out of a bank account. It does not diminish the, the money. So it does not hurt the money if you insert, if your bank account gets inserted in the money loop. And the way you insert your money in the money loop is providing value. And that by providing value, the money cannot help but go also through your bank account goes in, goes out, you're just part of the loops. So there's all these money loops. And by providing value through your game world, Echo will just move money right through your, right through your bank account so you can handle stuff. And then it just goes to the next bank accounts. And that's, it's just, uh, that's what I meant, Vicente, that there's these layers. You can go through these layers. The next couple of layers will let you open up to be part of these bigger money loops, you know, and let that energy, you know, by providing value. Real, yeah, real value. This, this, this I, is so clear to me from, from inside. Mm, the, yeah. the, the, the fiction about money value is, it's like total, totally, it's so absurd, yeah. Is it still possible to share something on this? Yes. Well. Um, I resonate a lot with this topic, especially because recently there is a lot, it's a huge influx of money coming towards our game world. And I've noticed in myself this uh, somehow um, wanting to say no and to stop the influx coming and I'm now at the point of finding within myself the balance point or how can I redirect those, and those money into serving the purpose of the game world and make use of the resources like that. And I notice a big no from Clinton. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not what we're talking about. <clears throat> You provide, the, you provide the value first. 
you, you don't give a shit about the money thing, actually. You provide the value first. You don't try to direct money into your game world so that you have money so that you can run your game world. No. Fuck that. Of course, of course. Okay. Uh, maybe I was not expecting, probably because we already provided some value and this came uh, because otherwise- Wait, wait, wait. Still look, it's still, I just want to say, this is also for other people. It's not about providing some value. It's by providing immense value, Un, unending immense value. You, create, you supply an avalanche of value. And then, and that's what you're up about. That's what that's what it's about. And the the other things take they 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 happen as a side effect. Like Anne Chloe was saying, it's a side effect. Okay, go ahead with what you were saying. This is probably where I have a, a difficulty discerning if this money coming is as a, a feedback from what we have been offering, or if it's just taking us away from the path and distracting us. You know, the, the thing is that what we're talking about is not fair. It does, it's, it's beyond adult level responsibility. Adult level responsibility has this, I, I rub your back, you rub my back. It's this fair exchange, balance point concepts. So what we're talking about is beyond adult level, ordinary, like adult level responsibility. It goes to extraordinary level, extraordinary responsibility, which is no longer fair. It, ex it exceeds the capacity for fair to comprehend what you're up to. So it's an unfair equation where you're providing more value then is fair and, and it creates this imbalance. You're on purpose creating an imbalance uh, which of providing value out there, which, which automatically opens up this whole other mechanics, this whole other equations. Then, and that's why if you have a value-centered game world that, you can, that people come in and can deliver their value even more inside your game world than they could outside. There's so much value pouring out that the money thing just, it just happens. It's not even, it's, an, it's, a, it's not even part of the main consideration. Lee Kumar, do you wanna comment? Yes, I would like to share in an abbreviated version, my experience from last weekend. <laughs> where I tried with three different credit cards to hire an Uber and couldn't get one. <laughs> Called four different yellow cab companies and couldn't get a yellow cab. The only thing that worked was talking to, stopping a car, talking to that person and bring him, have him bring me to the airport. That's the value of money. Fuck it. <laughs> Very simple. The only thing that works is talking and personal relationship. Money doesn't buy you anything. That's what I learned last weekend. I mean, Anna, Anna Maria, the proposal is don't put your attention there. Do not worry about it. 
and keep delivering your value, keep deepening your context, keep talking to people. And then and just don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry first, about uh, it. Jeff first and then, and then Bear. Okay. I mean, to say don't worry about it is also to, to remove the opportunity for healing processes about it. Like, I want to, I want to be very careful about the word. Don't like the words, don't worry about it. Like that's, I think what we're trying to move away from. Um, and I, I have, I have something else about Anna's share that I wanted to, to call can out. I, so Vera, if, if this is about I, money, then yeah, go. It was the, this thing about to move the attention away also because most of the times money is seen as a, as, because it's seen as valuable is a means of exchange and it causes a certain kind of um, it is not given without an expectation of how you deliver that value or what then is associated with your value and what is represented by it. So then you, you, uh, you, by not focusing on that, you just focus on your value and then you don't have those associations with the people who give them, who give the money. Yeah. Uh, I would like to add something to that. Um, what stuck with me this week, which is also connected to what Clinton shared with this value and money. And I was, what stuck with me was also the, um, the, the space, like the space thing. Um, like without, like without a space, I have, there's no emptiness and then there's no, 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 nothing that I can create from like this balance of, for me of mind and no mind. And when I have space in me for my adult or whatever, if there's enough space, then enough value can come through. And with this value, then like, like you shared, the, the money thing is not the focus, but what was for me, is is more the like also the layer of space that I was very stuck with this week in terms of that the value can come through and um yeah and I was very much busy with this modern cultural thing of this fight over space which then leads to the profit thing like when I have this space when I take this space I can make business and I can make profit and but it's not not only about that um, I, I don't know if that makes sense but then this, this constant fight over space and energy this this what what I was stuck with yeah, Christina one distinction that might help you is that this consideration of limited space is only true in the material world. Like there's yes. a there's a finite amount of material energy, but there's an infinite amount of immaterial resources and space and uh, energy. And this is why next culture moves into we're inhabiting game world space because there's an un 
unlimited amount of game world space, like there's an unlimited amount of cultural space to inhabit. And, and, and then there's an, an unlimited infinite amount of resources, you know, immaterial resources, right? Principles, archetypal lineage, Gaia, echo, the universe, your feelings. So inner resources and outer resources to feed these spaces. And then the consideration of whatever, of like you said, money and profit and scarcity is, is abandoned. It's just a different game. So, so yeah, yes, that, that's what I was going for. That I could feel that that it's not outside of me. Like it's, I could feel that space, um, like in my energy. Yes. Water space that that I that the more the the value can come from forward, the more you I can like feel that resources. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, and Christine, I just want to say one more thing to Chris. You might I've heard mm -hmm. you say this before. I mean, many times about saying I'm busy with, and the way you say this is almost you're you're a victim of your research. You know, I'm busy, it, it, and I, I don't know why, it's just like, you might want to find just another word to consider your inner world, like your inner research, because this is really deepening your context. So maybe you want to call it like that. I, as I was deepening my context, this is what I discovered. And, and I think that would, it seems more powerful to me. I'll leave it in your hand. Yeah. Thank you. I've, I'm there with sadness coming up right now because I, I feel sad because I sometimes feel like my research is not valuable. So yeah, I will look, I will, yeah. That sounds like an emotional healing process because there's a, an avalanche of evidence to support the contrary story. Yeah. Will you do it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, would someone of you old space for me and going through that process of the the sadness I that just came up? Cindy Kumar, Kumar. And, and Jeff. Thank you. And Anna Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Great. Clinton, you wanted to? Yeah, I just wanted to, I mean, for Christina, it's, it's where is your point of origin for evaluating yourself? If your point of origin for evaluating yourself is contexted in modern culture, then your quote unquote research is a kind of neurotic waste of time. No. Nobody's paying you for it, whatever. But if you if you relocate your point of origin to next culture, it's a it's a central resource for evolution. Your resource, your research, if it's effective, if you're documenting it, if you actually go through the process of change during your research and then you give it away to other people, like you do, you share it oftentimes. I see you sharing your research often, which is so valuable as the main value of next culture. 
But if you are analyzing it from, from your, your father's culture, you know, it's, it's insane. Has, it's worse than having no value at all. And so, I mean, like this week, I, I spent a bunch of time going through a 200 page manuscript from an, an author, um, Brad Blanton, who was writing a new book. He wrote the book, Radical Honesty. And he said, can you look through this? I'm, I'm writing a new manuscript. Can you just check it out? And I hacked it, you know, I hacked his beginning, his middle, his end, his assumptions, his vocabulary, his Trump examples. Really, I, I just, and he, he loved it. So that, and I didn't, you know, and then this other guy, this young kid, he's in Berlin or something, developing this proposal for a, a movie he's making. It, and, it's, and he said, could you just go through this movie script for me? You know, so... I hacked his movie script. And then, and then Ana Normbuena was writing her biography for the Possibility Manager website and she sent it to me and I just go, she, she is way different from this. And so <clears throat> I hacked, you know, I hacked out. So I did, this is what I've been doing. I've been hacking out this stuff as value. It is raw value. And I just pump out raw value. I didn't, no, you know, it is a nonlinear process of the value that I pump out and how money would come in somewhere else. It has nothing to do with each other theoretically, but it, the universe is complex and sophisticated and elegant, and it just gets handled. So I'm really, you know, like a lot of you, I'm, I'm providing the value when the doors open. It's not like a, I'm a doormat. You know, I don't sit around and, you know, get used by other people. Um, but I just provide value. And I think that's what an example of what we were talking about. And I, I think, Anna Maria, maybe you, you didn't actually get to the heart of your question. Thank you. Clinton, Clinton, could you say a little more about the hacking? I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, means, I, I, feel, okay. I feel confused inside because... Say I feel angry inside. Confusion is anger. I feel angry because I feel I cannot hack things like this. I feel like stealing and using, even if I use oh. for. No, I'm using the word for a different sense. It's like a, I'm not stealing stuff. I'm using a hatchet. Hacking is with a big, like a machete. You know, I'm hacking at it like this. I cut it in pieces. I, I move it around. I reinvent it. I turn it inside out. I transform it. So I understand the confusion. It's, I'm not hacking things like that, taking something or like that. It's hacking means it's a kind of surgery with a stone axe or something. It's like going through the Am Amazonian Brazilian jungle and trying <laughs> to find a path there. Something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm creating new Thank pathways. You. Yeah, where there were no pathways before, hacking through the jungle. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Anna Maria, do you want to give it another try? Uh, yes, thank you. I hear you um, as much as I'm able to. And I realize that uh, it's probably not, I haven't uh, communicated that well, what was behind my intention. And um, 
what is relevant from this, uh, this sharing for me was that I noticed in myself that I always associate my worth or my uh, willingness to put myself out there, to, to take space, as somehow Christine was uh, mentioning. Um, and I was correlating with the amount of money that I, I, I'm worthy of dealing with. And somehow I always kept myself uh, poor, quotes. <laughs> um, and yes, so now when I've noticed that I, I allow myself to expand and allow the game world to expand as well and to take more space and to empower somehow this, this work that we are doing, um, I, 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 I took this uh, influx of money as a support of your you are on the right path, or at least you are doing something that needs to, to grow, to, and you are allowed to do that, or at least that was my inner dialogue, considering, or I'm not sure if I gave myself the allowing part to, because I, I've noticed this blockage I had, uh, can I take it, like, am I allowed to grow beyond what my limits were before, like, can I really expand myself and uh, empower this game world even more? Um, Maybe this was my, my, my point before. Okay, Anna-Marie, I think it, it's still, we're still having the same conversation. It's Thank still you. the it was, same conversation. Yeah, very relevant. Thank you. And, and I would, so I would encourage you to do this, an emotional healing process about this, am I allowed? Because even the question begs, who gives you permission? And so would you, would you go through, would you, because you said it was a block and yes, you've changed identity, but that thing is still, is still there in you about asking for permission. So would you do an emotional healing process about that? Yes. Um, is anyone uh, willing to hold space for me to go into allowing myself or look into, into this part of my process. I've noticed Anna Elizabeth. Yeah. Thank you. And Christine. Christine Poshens and Udan. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you, Anna Maria. Yeah, there's this way of imagining what life would be like if you already had the allowance for everything. Like if no positive feedback was needed from anybody. No permission was needed from anybody. It's this cut loose, like walking, you know, walking through the world with the permission, the allowance to, to go ahead, full, full out, go ahead. No even consideration about do I have permission? You know, try to not get arrested. That's about it. Don't get arrested too often. I mean, you know, <laughs> once or twice in your life, it's a great experience. I can tell you, I've been arrested. So, but, but the rest of the times, you know, <clears throat> you don't want to waste your time there. Go. I, I, I sort of hold on to the anchor and it's taking us on a tangent and I feel like it's related, but you started talking about radical relating and then Anna came in and, and I heard what Lee Kumar said had to do with that. Can you say more about the radical relating? Yes. 
Yes, this we've discovered really this distinction in the trainings in June in Portugal. And and now another layer comes comes in in terms of game world building is space holding happens through radical relating. And actually radical relating is space holding. And so radical relating is, I, I think there's many ways to explain it, but it's something about being in radical re reality with each other, being in radical reality with each other. So it's radical honesty, you know, those are the facets, radical vulnerability, radical um, reliance on your inner resources and outer resources. And it's this radical exchange of the value that you are. So it's really about standing in the value that you are and engaging whatever, the other person, or you could radically relate to a game world, you know, engaging with others as the value that they really are. So it's, it's no, it's like no bullshit. You do not take your own bullshit or other people's bullshit about who they think they are or, or whatever. And, and I think the result of, of radical relating is this, is this out of a space is this winning happening? There's this exchange, this inherent exchange of value where both party just gets bigger. It's, it's about this getting whatever, get bigger so that you, you're sharing your value and they, they get more value because you share their value and any other way around. You get their value and you get bigger and actually the space gets bigger and the game world, whatever, everybody wins. I mean, this is, this everybody wins. Mm. But the, the, I think for me, this like radical relating also came out of what you were sharing in your process, actually, Julia, the message that you shared is that there's this fierceness. There's this fierceness about this is what I am. This is, I'm standing in this, in the world. Hello, what are you? You know, how is it going over there? Why, why are we meeting? Or, and it, if this was considering radical relating as this is the, if this was the last moment that we could talk, what, what are we gonna talk about? what are we going to exchange because in a way it's true it is true that it's the last time you will meet them exactly the way they are after your conversation they will have died and be reborn a few times and other things will happen in their life the next time you meet them they're a whole new pe person so who are they right now and it, and and this radical reliance on echo of like why, why are we on the path together here? How, why are we meeting on the path here? And to make use of that opportunity. And so I would like to, for us to practice this because I think it takes really a lot of practice. And 
I, I want to add just one element you didn't meant you did not mention yet, which is a uh, we're still working on the website, but there's an element called radical simplicity. And in the meetings that you just so eloquently spoke about, in those meetings, if you bring social baggage, expectation baggage, complex assumptions, projections, if you bring this extra stuff with you, it, it sinks the thing into the mud. It's the tar baby. It's this big, you, you stick into it, you won't get out of it. And so part of radical relating has to do with you being entering radical simplicity without, which means a small now, a small here, but a small you also. The small you is not carrying this extra baggage. I expect you to be like me. I expect you to have my beliefs. I expect you to use my vocabulary. I, you know, I, all these assumptions are, I expect you to have my values. Whatever, whatever this expectation, projection, assumption, baggage is, makes you fat, makes you burdensome, burdensome, full of extra extraneous materials. So what's very helpful is to find in your self, in all five bodies, this radical simplicity. And so you can help each other go through the, the uh, narrowing down process, you know, the, the getting rid of extra stuff in each of your five bodies. It's a fantastic way, you know, to prepare yourself for this kind of work because if you have stuff from your parents, if you have stuff from society, if you have stuff from uh, stories that you read, whatever, whatever you're carrying is just this uh, interferes with reality happening because it's, it is cluttered, becomes cluttered, full of extra stuff. And the radical simplicity is very helpful about that. Thank you. And what has been happening here in this group for the past or almost two hours has been radical relating. We've been radically relating with each other. So this is it's it is this is it. And and the practice is how do you how do you hold space for that? Because right now there's a space that is being held, there's a context that is being held, there are many offers being made and Clinton and I navigating and also other people navigating this space for this ongoing radical relating and the purpose is for you to 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 to, to take it like steal it and bring it home and hold space for it in your own game worlds which is a whole context to really hold so, so here we anything else Clinton or we Go and practice. Flame on. Flame on. Okay. I would propose we do this in groups of three with, um, let's see. There would be two, uh, two people radically relating, two people radically relating, and one person is the coach. Like one person, you, are, you, you, this, you have a little perspective, you have a little uh, gap between the space, and your job is to really empower those two people to navigate to radical, radical relating. And 
in, in terms of this context of game world, the proposal in terms of radical relating, which can happen also in whatever, heart spaces. So here we are more of in a soul space where we're feeding your soul. And so in terms of radical relating and feeding your soul, this is really about standing in your own value and how can you empower, invoke, bring out the value in the other person while you're radically relating with them and, and have this ecstatic discovery, unknown, edgy, fierce, uh, ecstatic, whatever, conversation space. I wouldn't call it a conversation. It's really a space. Okay. I have to just move a little people around. Great, I'm opening the room. I'll let you know, I would do about like 10, about 10 minutes per constellation. And then after that, have two or three minutes of just kind of integrating feedback and coaching and possibilities of what else, what else can we try? And then we shift to the next constellation and we shift again. So everybody gets to practice twice. Everybody gets to be a coach once. Any questions? I have one question. <laughs> Um, the coach, while the two persons, the 10 minutes they are talking, is he in, uh, interacting or not? Yes, it's live, live feedback and coaching. So ongoing feedback and coaching. And as a coach, what seems to help, I mean, me, is also that you can give prompts. So you can give the coaching, you know, say, try this, try, um, try this and say this in terms of just sending them on a, they have words to say to sort of launch them on a new path. Because it's hard to just find those new words, like those first words. So just send them on a, on a little path and then let them unfold uh, your coaching. Great. I'm opening the room, Clinton. You are an extra person, so I'll make you co-host and you can move between the rooms. And, and Chloe, yeah. uh, please just, uh, give me, some clarity about uh, the two coach. Uh, I'm I, I'm lost on what I. What I'll say I'll say purpose. it again. Okay, there's three okay. people. There's mm -hmm. two people who are radically relating, practicing radically relating, exchanging mm -hmm. value, invoking the value in each other. Okay, and then there's one coach like this one, and the coach is has a little gap between this space of radical relating. The coach is supporting both people, mm -hmm. giving feedback and coaching and, and prompts. Yeah. And then okay. we'll come to an end and then I'll, I'll tell you when to shift. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And, and just, you know, and, and this is actually space holding, like Anne Chloe said, space holding happens through radical relating. So every time you're having a meeting with your game world, Every time you're having a meeting with a client of your game world or somebody who's feeding your game world, in, in whatever interaction, the radical relating is the proposal. This is the offer. It's the invitation. You know, because let's say you do sleazy relating, manipulative relating, superior, arrogant, high status, low status relating, or victim, persecutor, rescuer relating. 
Anytime you're doing any of those kinds of relating, you're invoking ordinary. You are, you are, you can't, you are too heavy and complex to leave the ordinary space. And then you do not get access to the extraordinary possibilities. So radical relating it is, a, is exiting, like departing from the ordinary and getting access to extraordinary energies and possibilities. And that's, and it's a, a way for you to navigate your game world in an everyday basis. You can have it like that. And it's just some new sets of skills. That's why we're practicing. Just a hint, it might help you to not start with hello, because hello is such, it can be, it, it has such an ordinary baggage to it. So just greet people with something else. Engage for them example, with something else. For example, you go, um, um. <laughs> that is forbidden. Um is forbidden. forbidden. Uh, um is a, um, an American mantra that puts you into your mind and, and you become a Republican. So don't say <laughs> Skip, just skip it. Just, you know, it's a silent word now. Um is, becomes a silent word in your vocabulary. Just sit there while the um passes and the next thing will come. Okay, good luck. Yeah. Here we go. And I don't have to take the time to fill and to have intimacy with uh, the person I'm talking with. Yes. You could be more radical by really staying in contact with Susanna. I saw you, you moving your eyes out a bit. So come forward really into the connection. Mm -hmm. oh. Yes, and I'm glad you're also perceiving it because it's also for me, it's also a slight slur, slur. I think it's the word in the in the language, which mm -hmm. also makes me makes it difficult for me to follow the sense what you are speaking. The yeah, so I would be. It would be easier for me not only if you keep the eye contact, but also if you 
clear your language. Susanna, yeah. practice invoking something from him. Ah, so okay. you're making it you're making it about yourself. Now go go and invoke like bring bring out how he could invite you instead of saying this is sort of the underlying message is you need to change something for me. Make it about him so that he yeah. Cool. So you could start Susanna by saying I want to understand what you're saying. What you're saying is yes. important. Yeah. Yes. I want you, I really want with you to be with you in this space and hear what you're saying. And what's up, what's... We have someone else in the room now who's recording. Hello. Yeah. Anne Elizabeth, ask Anna Maria who she is. Anna Maria, who are you really? Now, so I would I would just put a little coaching is if you say that Anna Elizabeth, then you're putting the the responsibility to be radically vulnerable on Anna Maria. Yes. Before putting your car cards on the table, like, why do you want to know? Why is it important for you? What matters to you that, that you want to know what she is over there? So put your card first, and then it opens this space. It's, it makes the space safe for an Amir to take a risk. Yeah. Go. Cool. I, I am right now, like I was saying, I, I occur as a five body being with a mind that's full. And right now I feel scared because when I'm in a new situation, I my my uh, strategy, three of my top five strategies involve my mind and I don't have that capacity right now. So then you could say, therefore I'm not gonna use my mind with you. I'm, therefore I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna use uh, my mind with you. I'm gonna let my heart speak. I'm gonna let my soul speak. So I'm. I'm Anna Maria, I'm doing an experiment. And this is scary for me, but I'm doing an experiment. Do you get it? I just want to say, yes, Anna, so. when you, if you say that, just to give you some context, then yes. you, you're not a victim of your survival strategies. You're vulnerable without being a victim. Go yes. ahead. So I'm going to have this conversation from my heart and from my soul, my heart and soul. I used to have the story of they're not having words and I'm learning to speak from these other bodies. Are you willing to yeah, have that experiment with me? 
yes, and I appreciate you sharing where you come from in this conversation. Could you please tell me where you are in your five bodies? So I just I just want to pause for a second. Radical relating is not about you know Elizabeth you share where you are and then Anna Maria you share where you are because in a way there's very it's small exchange of value in that because you you're both in your own worlds whatever sharing your own world and for example Anna Elizabeth you would say you could say something like. I'm doing this experiment. I'm curious to know what experiments you're doing, Anna Maria. Because you could get really inspired about the experiments she's doing. And then you're asking, it's like an edge question instead of, I think Anna Maria is pretty capable of sharing her inner world and it's not very dangerous. She can do that already. So what if you tried that? Yes, thank you. Uh, Ana Maria, what experiment are you, are you uh, is, is fascinating to you currently? Could you be a bit more specific with your question? Or do you have any, do, do you have any experiments or things that you're, are trying out? in your life or right at the moment? I just wanna say the fact that Anna Maria cannot answer right away, then you're entering a new domain together. So this is a go. You're entering this new domain of discovering that Anna Maria is actually an experimenter but she doesn't know that about herself. But Anna Elizabeth, you, you're, you're invoking it out of her. Because you know, you know that thing over there is doing experiments so, and you want to know, you really want to know. Something like that. Yeah. Great. And then, and then I did a lot of body work first. Because this impatience, yeah, got me most of the time in my mind. And I gave this uh, an expression, like expressing it. Otherwise, it's, it, it was like that. And so, and that's how I could also shift out of the mind. And now I'm in the, in the decontamination process. So Christine, I just want to pause you for a second. Jeff is the coach, right? Are you talking to yes. Stefan? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm you. I have to charge put my charger in now, but I'm hearing you. Sure. I'll wait for you to come back. Yes. So just in some ways, I was radically relating to you, Christina, because you made an offer 
I'm going to split my attention between plugging the computer and listening to you. And I said, no, because I want, I want to talk to you and, and have your, your attention, you know, a lot of your attention. So mm -hmm. what you're doing with Stefan is sharing something that you already know about yourself. Mostly, you know, I've been doing this and I did this and I did this radical relating is about talking about things that you've never talked about before that you, you both on this discovery of an unknown space. So my, my invitation Christina, is look at this Stefan guy. You've never met him. Somehow you have some kind of connection because you're both German or German speakers and whatever. That's about how, as much as your mind can know about him, but if this is, this was it, you have, another one minute and the whole world comes to an end. What, what about this guy? What if, mm. so try, just try something. It just has about one more minute. Mm, so what makes your mind fly? My mind fly. I don't really want to talk about what makes my mind fly. I would like talk about maybe what makes my whole being fly, I think. Is that okay? And then what makes your whole being fly? Yeah. I loved giving away all of responsibility at work this week and be free. Like I feel like wings are growing and I don't know is the answer, but I sense, I sense that there is stuff and I love to do, I love to do. And I've been doing a lot of stuff that was not really connected to me and to my heart. And I think I would love to do stuff that is more connected to my heart. So on the outside, I don't really have a plan or anything. It's more sort of a, a feeling inside of me. And I, I sense that you have that figured out a bit more. So I would be interested in what is your gig? What's your gig, Christina? Okay, please come to an end. And if mm -hmm. you could help each other, um, whatever feedback and coaching, how how could you how could you guys improve each other's radical relating skills? I feel like I didn't really get get it, and that's why I yeah. Like the questions landing like ordinary in me and then I could also, like I was asked what I did so I went to the past and then I... okay so then then one of your possibility like one of your coaching is refuse to go into the past somebody asked you a question even about what you did and and totally radically refuse to go into the past and speak from now or yeah or go meta like ask what why they want to know about the past like you know go go a level up on it so that you actually get to know the other person in the experience i think i want to know about the past because i want to avoid a, a space of emptiness in the conversation mm. at that point no. then, I want, 
I just want to say, Lynn Stefan, for you, that would be an emotional healing process about avoiding the space of emptiness, because that is where radical relating starts. So would you ask in the group, you can type in, would you ask for whatever one or two people to hold space for you? you know, what feeling is it? Like what emotion is it this avoiding emptiness? It's a fear of not being valuable. Yeah. Okay. Fear. So would you just ask for it and, and do it in the next week? Yes. Great. Thank you. Yes. And you were like, and in the beginning, you were sharing that you like the silence. And if, and I noticed now, if I would stay with it now, I wouldn't have said anything more longer. And then I got hooked by the question. Yeah. Disc of nothing, unhookable powers, stay in the present. And and Jeff, could you also give me a, a like you said the thing that I said about the concept in the beginning, and you said that I'm still doing it. And I would like to hear your coaching, what I could because you that that was missing for me. Yeah, thank you. That it was you were saying you you said like i'm not i'm i there's all these things that want to come at me and i'm not and i'm not letting them and i'm like letting them go down into this shit in this down this tube but like it it was still it was still very much there and like the coaching is yeah uh, you know spin your energetic body make a distinction like i like try something else to to or, or or invite the space deeper into your into that shithole that you, that or the shit tube that that you were talking about i feel i i feel like i have this block that i'm not allowed to ask this this these kind of questions because i have this story that it shifts the space to a client thing situation and then I don't say anything because, yeah, I have this mixture story that it's as soon as I'm asking a question that might be out of the box, that it's shifting the space into this and that it's not equal or something. I don't know how to. Yeah. So to, to me, this radical, radical relating thing is about like being with whatever is needed right now. And if, if this is what's needed, then this is what's needed. I mean, you know, we talked okay. in this radical simplicity thing, there was like, you know, if there's all, if there's these things in the way they're, they're in the way. So we have to like, we, we have to work with them, you know? Okay. Great. Please come to Nin and shift yeah. to the next people. Great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, and so your coaching would be for me to, um, or can you repeat? I didn't get it actually. What is the coaching for me in order to come closer to you? Like I had this picture, like you, you would just share like in a way, like 
a joke or like you know like you would you would you would use your gremlin like just to ease atmosphere of in the space like it would not be focused on me like i wouldn't like your face is something but you would just it would be creating in a space which would then ease like my my pressure of like okay there is something wrong with me mm. so and how so i am doing this in that that i'm not proposing something is this right Anna, the you you I think you're still doing it. I, I yeah, I don't, your question. I don't really get it. So I instead, really you can ask it. Martin. Please tell me what to say. Please tell me a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please tell me what you say. What would? Yeah. What? Please tell me what you say. Okay. You could say like, do you see? Do you see the 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 plant about around like behind me? Like you, you could say like, ask me or like the plan behind me is like, it smells great. It just like change, like it's, I don't know. It's, it somehow feels like you, you change a topic like with me or like I, I could start smiling here. I can imagine how it, how it smells. Just. Uh, so Anna, just try it. Just not even finish, not wait for him to finish. Just, just do it. Just do the experiment. Okay. So this plant behind me this do you see this red uh here flowers i already enjoy how you touch the plant like you have this sensitive you, you, you use your sensitive fingers just to touch the plant and sense the, the structure and and this and this here look has like very and you cannot see very well but it has like yellow you know yellow um this part and when I when I smell to them, they don't smell really. But when I tried, then I get my whole nose very yellow. You know, this when the children do this also. Yeah. Yeah. This is my this is my um this is my friend because this is this plant is who is next to me in all my sessions here. Mm. So she really is really present in her beauty and also in her, you know, all these possibilities. And so each of these new leaves and is always behind me in my sessions. So it's a close friend. I sense the energy the flower is actually holding with you. It's like when you when you when you said that it's in your sessions, it's like like all the energy, all the sessions was, was going on there. It's like, she's knowing that, like she's like she's next to you and she's carrying that all, like the knowledge and expressions and... and yeah. Yes, and she kept her all the stories. So when, when she could, when she could speak, she could have legends to share about, uh, you know, pirates. Here, navigating waves of emotions and discoveries. She do. She speaks. <laughs> what about what about your shelf behind you? Like behind me, there is there is there is a a lot of different costumes I can play with. Like I can, 
I'm calling in my wardrobe and sometimes it's like I'm changing my shape, wearing different stuff on me. And like now it's one, it's a pink and I love it for a way like for the healing energy it has. Like even you have, it's not pink, it's, uh, it's violet and you have it actually, I realize you have very similar color on you right now. And I'm, I'm I'm actually having fear of speaking of it, and I'm having fun. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, my my coaching would be to. I think that's there's doors there. You know, it's like, but who are you then? What are you a character today? What, you know, what what costume? Yeah, I want today something. And I think yeah. Anna, you can interrupt more. Like just jump in because mm-hmm. what it is to fill the space, and then it, it falls down, and just get into okay. it. Cool. Okay. I, yeah, I was curious about about exactly that. I was curious about who are you now with this with this costume that you chose for for today. Anna, the coaching would be um, make it. It's sort of like make it a little more playful in terms of like I'm curious about who are you today. It almost sounds like a therapist kind of question, you know, something. And it's just like. Okay, Martin, what is this purple? Sh- what is this magical power of your purple shirt? You said it's a healing shirt. Come on, what is what is this for you? Ah, Who are you? You say it's a healing shirt. Yeah. yeah. I cannot understand your words very well. Like oh. sometimes I'm I'm like like this. I don't know what I can't. They don't land all the words in me. So I'm like looking for or trying to guess what you just said, and there are pieces missed. So. Um, I didn't get this. There is a healing okay. shirt that you have on. Just invent the pieces. You can invent the missing yeah. pieces. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Yes. Yeah. It's at the moment we are in city. Actually, she's arriving today. And then we will start this three months experience of living together in a daily life. But it's in the city and not yet in the countryside but we will do projects together and stuff like that, but to kind of support this energy between us mm. and find out more about how it is. What, what kind of project are you doing? In two weeks, for example, we are making something called a contact research weekend. Yeah, that's the English word for it, where we invite people to do stuff like that in uh, stuff like that in real how do you say like life? Like when people meet in person doing this mm-hmm. research together about who they are, what they feel, how to get into contact. And yeah. Well, and I have a pause, uh, Anna, is I think you know already this. What you're talking about, you know about it. And 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 you're talking about the future, about plans, and, and really radical relating is happen is happening now. But something you're going on the, a discovery journey with. So Vincente also asks questions that are safe for him because then you get to talk and he doesn't have to, like he can just listen or whatever. But whatever. So anyway, we're coming to an end. And so just Clay, you were the coach. And you, but it's about giving each other feedback and coaching. You know, did this conversation turn you on? How could it have been more thrilling, ecstatic, where you leave and you're just like, God, what a ride. Like, God, I learned all this stuff or something like that. But, I mean, that's and, the point of radical relating. And Chloe, I, I didn't do any of this because I 
I never felt so many difficulties in my life. Because yay. <laughs> yay, no, yay. Yes. <laughs> yay, that's that's uh, so bad. <laughs> I, I did I didn't I did an EHP this morning. I vomited and I cried. And, and it, it was no, it was not near hap what happened now. I well, I'm feeling welcome to life. Very welcome <laughs> to life. You have been missing life for all these years and you you're getting into it. I <laughs> I refuse your complaining. I do not accept your your hardship. And that's that's exactly what I do. I like I want to know her, then I ask questions and I make safe questions because I don't want my gremlin to show up. I don't want to land on a mine and explode on me. I don't want Okay, and... okay, okay. Vincente, you could have negotiated all this. And Hannah, I know her. She can take care of herself. She can take care of herself around your gremlin. I've seen her make boundaries and say, no, I don't want that. So you could say in the beginning, look, I'm working with my gremlin. I'm afraid it might come up. Please slap me. Every time my gremlin comes up, please slap me. Or tell me and I slap myself. I mean, you know, this is what I'm talking about, radical relating. There's so much of these possibilities. You're just like, you know, really do it, Vincente. <laughs> yes, now. I don't <laughs> the want gremlin to just came myself. up complaining. <laughs> I Come don't on. want to slap myself. Okay, punch your shoulder. Okay, for complaining. Yeah, okay, that was not strong enough. Do it again. Do it again. Okay, can you feel it? Can you feel the pain on your shoulder now? Yeah. Okay, this is now. The pain is happening right now. And you could have been in that space. It's sort of like being in the space of radical relating hurts like that. It just, it's a similar kind of pain, but, but you don't have to be a victim of it. So you're still afraid of feeling pain. Yeah, but I just freeze. If I have to, I just freeze. And that's difficult, I just freeze. I don't believe you, because you're not freezing right now and we're radically relating. So I don't believe you. Okay, okay, any, Clara, any coaching for Hannah? Because Vincente, he said he had enough. Okay. Um, I have a little bit this, um, that like when you answered the first question, um, in the beginning there came up some feelings and then you were just like switching over and then giving your story for the best and uh, telling a lot and there you lost like the conversation with Vincente. Do you know in which part I mean? Yes, I guess. And, and again and again, like you just took his questions and got on this layer and like showed what you can show safely. So what's the, co what's the coaching, Clara? You're saying, just just let the feelings come up like, is that what you're saying um you can go more to more interesting parts in this conversation 
for you also. I had the feeling you were just telling what you already know and where you're safe in. And then what makes it interesting for you, the conversation? I would say, Hannah, in a, in, a, in a space like this, you know, where you might be more of an experienced space holder is you need to take yourself to the edge. And that's a skill that you can't actually wait for other people. Most people around you can't take you to your own edge. And so it's a shift of, like Clara said, you, you know, go in the places that even scares you. Cool. Okay, let's shift. Um, oh, yeah. scared that you part. And I want to work with someone that doesn't take this these this crumbling of 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 responsibility like as a as a guilt into their heart. A failing for me is a facilitator for improvement. If I take if I do not take responsibility for anything that's not happening in the space, then I make myself smaller and I'm not interested in that. Failing is nothing bad for me. Failing is just, it didn't happen. What can I do to make it happen? What is missing for me to make happen what I'm looking for? It may sound bad and I, I'm grateful that you say that and I'm empowering you to go for whatever you go. And for me, when I fail, I'm, you know, this is, this empowers me. I failed. Okay, go. What do I do? What do I do the next time? What can I do now to make a difference that this is not going to happen again? That's my definition of failure. There's something you're doing with your hand, Vera. Can you say it instead of doing it there? Mm. Yes. I'm scared that that is another way of uh, preventing yourself from being in the space of, of celebration or of love or success. That, that there's then this looking for a failure or looking for improvement or looking for the blind spot and then in that that Vera, is avoiding as a, just as a coaching for you, Vera, you instead of saying you, you know in terms of your own experiment is instead of saying I'm afraid about this you can say uh -huh. please explain to me I I'm I'm like I want to know how this is not blocking you from celebration how how does it work in your world that this is not blocking you because, and you don't even have to say, but in your world, it is. But go over there and, and ask the question instead of staying with your fear. Okay. Can you tell me how is this not blocking you from, from celebrating, from celebrating what you, yeah, from celebration? Well, that is for me celebration. I, I don't live in the world that I pat me on the shoulder, that I'm glad about what I did, that, you know, I, I look at all the good things. For me, celebrating means I reflect on what didn't work. What can I do better? And how can we, how can we make 
how can I make a difference in, in different ways? It, you know, celebration is a question of definition. What is celebration? I have a proposal for you, Vera. I, I'm, I'm sensing some. Mm, one proposal is that you could ask Lee Kumar to explain it in a way that makes sense in your world, that could find a crack in your world, because he's explaining it in his. And I've, it seems like you've heard it before. And it's kind of like, I've heard this before. Mm, so you can ask him, can you tell it to me differently so that it may, I'm missing something? I don't know what, so, something that would, you would be in connection with the Kumar instead of having, it feels like this is just making a distance bigger. I, I also had a kind of a different direct, do you want to try that first? Tell me. It's, it's, it's weird and it's totally different, but it would be something like using a sentence stem, like I'm worried about you because or something. And I know that sounds like low drama and everything, but to bring it back to really what you're feeling instead of Lee Kumar, you're doing this thing. This is what I'm missing about something. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it, Lee Kumar. You celebrate other people. And I've, I saw this happening with Devin. Could you explain how is that celebration in a way that I, that I can understand? I can't. Would you try? I can't. I don't. I, I. don't have. I don't have that celebration that you just mentioned that I have for Devin, for example, or for you, or for Anne Chloe, or for other people. I don't have that celebration for me. That's that. That's that sounds like a waste of time for me. Because I. I. You know. How do I say that? Let me look for a second. My, my urge for more and more in, in a way that is not like more money, more success, more fame, more anything, but more, more clarity, more discovery is so much bigger than, than spending time on looking on what worked. That, that I really, and, and I don't know how to say that. And there's most likely, you know, I don't want to be celebrated. That's another part, you know, I don't want to be celebrated because I remember saying to Aunt Chloe, I don't, you don't, don't say thank you to me. I don't remember what I said, but don't say thank you, you know, do something else, you know, do what I asked you to do or something like that. And that's, that's, you know, yeah, that's, that's the way I hold myself. And I hear that this is an obstacle for you, that it's in the way of relating to me so that I'm, you know, on the same page with you, even that I don't like that term. I will work on you. How's that? I want to be on the same page with you. Why? Why? 
so Vera, the thing is, when you say why, I mean, I get this thing of if we, it's a fancy world to think we're all on the same page, but you were starting to build a bridge and then Nikomar build another step saying, I will work on it. And then you say why, and that kills the bridge. Mm. It was killing this sort of, there was some, to some, in some dimension, there was a bridge being built in your connection. And then this why was this kind of like sigh sarcasm just kills the bridge. So instead accept the invitation in a way that works for you too. And Chloe, how are we doing with time? Oh yeah. Uh, it was less for this um, no, I mean, overall time, the whole, the whole meeting. It's now. It's over. Just checking. Thank you. <laughs> He's back at coaching. He's going to do it in. And I, hope yes. okay. I, I still want to do it in my own way. Okay. Cool. Don't ask for permission. I'm so excited. I get it. Me too. I couldn't believe it. I, I thought we still had an hour. Yeah, I don't like it that the other, the last people didn't have as much time as the other one. But now that they did a higher quality interaction based on all the distinctions and feedback and coaching, absolutely the teamwork. They went farther and deeper and wider because of that. People were putting stuff on the table. Okay, you just keep you, putting stuff on the table. You wrap it up. Okay, you take the bundle and throw it out the window. And <clears throat> what does it mean? Put stuff on the table. That's it. See, you you didn't. That's exactly an example. It's like like confusion. I love it. It's such a gateway, isn't it? You just gave us confusion. We give you. Uh, how to use confusion. We just keep putting it on the table. It's like, say what's up, what's going on, what's next. Not hiding out, not asking analytical, psychological questions that like bring intellectual interest and stimulation. You can already do that. This is radical relating, radical relating is putting it on the table and seeing what comes out from it. Like we are both alchemists together. We just can't stop. We just, life is so big. That, that we're going to dive into our lives from now on for a whole week. We have so many human, human interactions to have, and they can be radically relying. They can be radically relying on forces beyond your control and contribute them to the other person's contributing back to you. It's like building this bonfire and never backing off till the whole place burns down. And by then it'll be next week and we'll come back and practice the next set of skills that we have for game world building. <laughs> Anybody have anything to say before we wrap it up? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> yes. Good one. Um, I would like to do an emotional healing process connected to feeling unworthy if there is um, silence or emptiness. Who would support me with that? And Elizabeth, I would support you. Who said that? Vicente? I, I, I want to. Wait, wait, wait. So who's supporting Stefan? And Elizabeth. And Elizabeth. And Martin. And somebody else? And Martin. And Martin. Okay, great. Go ahead, Vicente. I, uh, of all the, all the possibility management uh, spaces that I've been to, 
I never felt a, a, a urge to flee from the scene. <laughs> this, this was the first time my body is aching on muscles that I don't know they, they're there. And uh, I feel a lot of fear and a lot. And I, I, I usually don't run from places. That's the first time I really wanted to run away and close it. And I don't know what to do about it. I have an offer for you, Vicente. We're doing a lab in Boulder, Colorado from November 7 to 14 or something like that. And we can work with that. Just come. It will be online or presential? No, present, in person, in person meetings. I'll Five send you the days. details. I'll send you the details, Vicente. Okay, thank you. The invitation is not limited to Vicente. Yes. It's a yes. rare opportunity. <laughs> I'll post the details in the Game World Building um, Telegram group. They've got great Mexican food in Boulder, Colorado, and root beer. This is soft drink. Oh, man. What a, and the views from there are amazing. The mountains, the Rocky Mountain, unbelievable. Plus, Lee Kumar will be there with Vera and everybody. So, Okay, okay thank, thank you. you. Anybody want else want to? Emotional, emotional healing process. Uh, like, um, who do you uh, hold space for my stuttering in emotional healing processes? For stuttering. Stuttering. Stuttering the, is. Yes, yes, yes. Richard, Christina, Stefan, and Dan. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to observe. And Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, ladies that. and gentlemen, I, I learned today that the guy which is written the name Vicente is actually spelled out Vicente. 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 So no. just to let you know, That's like. Vicente. No, it's Vicente. He's Portuguese, and this is how you spell it, right, Vicente? Just Vicente. that this is clear in the Vicente. 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 So this but is clear can, in the space You can say now. Vincent. It's okay. Vincent, it's okay. Vincent. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. I would propose for this whole game world that when you do an emotional healing process, you post the date and the link a few hours before so people who want to join can join yes. in the Telegram group. Yes. Cool. Is anybody else asking for one before we vacate? Yes. <clears throat> Go. Will anyone hold space for this huge fear that I'm having uh, within the next five hours? And Elizabeth? Wow. Uh, Who else? And Julia. Great. Cool. Great. Super. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Anything else? Yes. Hannah. I, I did uh, this three minutes. You're doing the thing with your neck again. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Wait again. <laughs> 
last week I did this three minute angle thing and afterwards I experienced a lot of fear and I felt like it was too much for my body so I got shocked and like I was like ah so I'm asking for an emotional healing process around around like holding space for my own fear and getting a relationship to it <clears throat> Anybody else about that? An amazing Susanna, when you hope and Christina, are, are you joining Hannah's process, Christina? Yes. Good. And Susanna, when you when you hold your hand I like have, this. I have this week's is fully booked. I, I have no space. Yes. No, I mean, but you, but you know something. You're going to say something. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I just, I, I'm, I would like to, to take part, and I, I, I'm fully booked this week. Great. I'm sorry. That's good news. Okay. Anybody else? Anything else before we zip out of here, or unzip out of here, as the case may be? All right then. Thank you all for your lively contribution, the work that you're doing in the world. You guys are far more healthy than you might think. I want you to please let that come into you, that you're really far more like robust and, and resilient with regards to the kind of, with regards to reality, with regards to the challenges that are coming up, okay? Consider yourself, look in the mirror and go, I'm robust. I'm resilient and, and go, it's a completely different way to look at yourself than I'm crippled and I, I'm good enough and I'm never going to make it like all this. So, all right. Uh, stay in touch. Have a great time. See you next week. Power on. Thank you. Build your game world. Websites. Okay. Codexes. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Costume. Bye. Martin is already building his own costume for his game world. Yay. Really? <laughs> Yay. Oh. You got to show us. <laughs> show us next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Buenas noches. Cheers.